This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. Everybody's talking about democracy lately. There was a news article headlined President Biden's quote summit for democracy includes countries that hardly seem to qualify. That was the title of the article. And it goes on to say President Biden has started a summit for democracy and he's invited a whole bunch of countries and left some countries out. One of the countries that was included, it says right away, was Pakistan. And Pakistan has more than a dozen serious human rights problems from extrajudicial killings to forced disappearance by the government or its agents to political prisoners to severe restrictions of religious freedoms or to trafficking in people. But Pakistan will join about 110 other countries at the Summit for Democracy. If you read on further down in there, you find out that not only is Pakistan going to be invited, but the Philippines. The Philippines, where they are responsible for unlawful and arbitrary killings. Now, they're going to leave Hungary and Turkey out. Those are two other questionable countries. I'm sure they're also going to leave out uh, Nicaragua and Venezuela because when you get right down to it, the purpose of this thing is not democracy. I'm not sure what the purpose of it is, but it looks like it's just a chance to gang up on their enemies in the economic sphere. In other words, any country that's not under the sway of the United States economically is going to be left out and they're going to be enemies of this. Unfortunately, Brazil is being included and Poland. Brazil and Poland, though, are two countries that are clearly going fascist. And uh, it's my understanding that they are going to be invited. So that's a phenomenon that's going on. And it's always gone on. This is not something new. There's, they've always used democracy as a way of getting to uh, their enemies. President Biden is holding the worldwide summit for democracy, but he's inviting countries that are going fascist. At the same time, Pope Francis has made a comment about democracy, and this was in the Dallas newspaper. He said, quote, We are witnessing a retreat from democracy. In other words, democracy is not doing as well as it used to be. Now, if you really want to try to understand democracy, you have to stop thinking of it as just a single thing that you either have it or you don't. Democracy can be thought of as a bundle of sticks. You collect a certain number of that bundle of sticks, and if you get a bunch of them, you say you're pretty democratic. If you don't have very many of them, you say you're not very democratic. Right now in the United States, we have a lot more of them, a lot more sticks, than we had when this country was first started. Because when the country was first started, only white men over 35 who were property owners could even vote. Women couldn't vote. People of color couldn't vote. 
Younger people couldn't vote. People who didn't have property couldn't vote. They didn't have much democracy when the United States was so started, but they had more of those democratic sticks than just about any country in the world. So that's worth celebrating. We built onto that. We got more democratic sticks and got a lot more democracy than we originally had. But we never got one, we never got a stick that said that we could control the economy. We never got a stick that said that we can control foreign affairs. The people never get a say on the economy. We never get to vote on which companies will open, which companies are closed, who's going to get hired, and who's going to get laid off. And on foreign affairs, we have very little say. So if we don't like one of the wars that we find ourselves in, we find ourselves with only one choice, and that is to go to the streets, as we did during the Vietnam War. And as far as I know, even though there was always resistance to every war, the Vietnam War was the only time that government figures ever acknowledged, even a little bit, the will of the people. And the reason is because there were millions of people demonstrating against the war in Vietnam, and they were having an effect on the economy. Socialist countries try to extend democracy to foreign affairs and the economy. That's why socialism has always been a very attractive idea. Whether or not it's going to work is always uh, uh, is going to always be the problem. But the socialists will tell you that their idea of democracy would be all the democracy we have now, all the elections and all the right to demonstrate and all the freedom of expression and all of that, plus we'd be able to control the economy and foreign affairs. Some countries try to do that and they get in trouble right away with the, the people, especially with the United States. They get in trouble with the people that are doing things the old way. And you see that, uh, for example, they had elections in Nicaragua. You didn't, you didn't read anything good about those elections here in the United States. Uh, everything that they said about them was that they were just a farce and they were just terrible. And the same thing was true in Venezuela. What happened in Venezuela is that the people from the European Union came and observed it and gave it a pretty much of a clean bill of health. But you didn't read that in any of the, of the uh, news vehicles here in the United States. Everything you read was negative, that it was just a farce, that it was a ripoff, uh, people uh, didn't really vote, or, or the turnout was really no good. or you know, In other words, all you read was bad stuff about it. And you always read... Uh, any country that tries to do uh, socialist things, you always read uh, in the United States how really, really horrible they are. Elections are not all there is to democracy. When the United States takes over a country like, for example, Afghanistan, they almost immediately start holding elections. But just look at Afghanistan. Did the people ever really feel that they were represented by, by their representatives? that they elected? I don't think so. In fact, they abandoned them just as fast as they could after they found out that the United States Army was going to be leaving. So 
Elections are not the only aspect of democracy, but they're one of them. The real reason for the Democracy Summit is to gang up on certain economic enemies, most notably Russia and China. It has nothing to do with how those countries govern themselves. And also, because Mr. Biden is bringing up this Democracy Summit, people are starting to look at democracy in the United States, and they are in agreement that democracy in the United States is going backwards. In other words, we're losing some of the sticks of our bundle of democracy sticks that we have accumulated. According to Freedom House Annual Country-by-Country -country Assessment of Political and Civil Rights, the United States continued to experience erosion in democratic practices in 2020. Over the past decade, America's score dropped from 94 to 83 out of 100, among the steepest falls of any country during this period. I didn't get that from some article in Cuba or Venezuela. I got that from the Washington Post. And this came from the Dallas Morning News. There's a columnist named Dave Lieber in the Dallas Morning News, and he said this about Texas democracy, quote, elected state officials actually work for a dozen or so individuals who write the million-dollar campaign donation checks. The rest of us get to watch, said Dave Lieber in the Dallas Morning News. So if you're looking at every institution in the United States and starting to think about democracy, I hope you realize that the Electoral College is inherently undemocratic. The basic reason for the Electoral College is that the people who set it up just didn't trust the population to elect people. And uh, they set up the Electoral College as a kind of a stopgap just in case they didn't like the way things came out in the election. And certain other institutions are inherently undemocratic. First and foremost is the Senate. The Senate of Congress is set up so that every state gets two senators. The, the town I live in has more people in it than some states. But those states get two senators and my whole state of Texas with 20 some odd million people also only gets two senators. So the Senate is inherently undemocratic. And by the time you add in the filibuster rules, it really is undemocratic. And we are getting less democratic. The Trump supporters are still trying to overturn the 2020 election. And if they get a chance to overturn the 2024 presidential election, you may be absolutely certain that they will. That's why the 2022 midterm elections are so important. Because if the Trump people win in 2022 and have control of Congress in 2024, they will, of a certainty, overturn the 2024 presidential election, unless they win it. So you can look forward to even more diminished democracy if 
the 2022 elections go the way of Mr. Trump. So I've been going over what's the ins and outs of democracy, and I hope I've made the point that we never had a perfect democracy in the United States. We just had a better democracy than anybody else did at one time, and certainly uh, we made it much better than it was at the beginning. Now it seems to be going the other way, and our democracy is diminishing. And so that's why we get back to what Pope Francis said in the beginning. We are witnessing a retreat from democracy. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.